0: I'm Jolyn Bright, JLB, in the house. I'll be your host. And on today's episode, we are so so glad to have uh, Catherine Lewis, one of HopeNet's gifts, in the house. She is a licensed clinical marriage and family therapist, and we're so glad that she said yes again. But we're excited about today because we're offering Fuel versus Fumes, eight dimensions of wellness. And our sponsors today, of course, is our presenting sponsor, Hoydell, and um, we're so glad that they are coming alongside of us. And then also for the episode, we have a generous private sponsor, a donor that we just love, and so we want to just shout out to them. So let's—we we took a breather, and we're jumping into part two. We covered the first four of the eight dimensions of wellness. Catherine, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. This always energizes me. okay. And so we just um, welcome back our those people who are listening and watching. and um, we um, are going to jump right into the first number five is occupational wellness. And that is uh, personal satisfaction and enrichment derived from one's choice of work. I'm gonna can I say it again? Yeah. Personal satisfaction and enrichment derived from one's choice of work and um Catherine how when was your first um experience of work yeah
1: my first choice of work was at Red Beans Bayou Grill I don't know if you ever went <laughs> I, there I remember that on Rock Road yeah. and I chose that because my brother worked there okay and I remember going to visit him and the food was good and the music was good um And so it felt safe, I think, for me.
0: Mm -hmm. You're dating dating yourself a little bit. Yeah,
1: I know, because that place is gone. But I knew, too, going into the social services field, Mm -hmm. I took that seriously of choosing where I wanted to be.
0: Well, this is that um, the, a question. Did you choose the work or did it choose you? And when we think of ourselves as clinicians um, in the mental health field, how do, how did you how do you think that came about?
1: I think that a lot of times we do let work choose us of maybe what's easy to get, the mm. low-hanging fruit of I need a job. I'm going to get the first one I get fear of being rejected from where we would really like to be. Mm -hmm. But even thinking of how you described in our part one of that umbrella of purpose, Mm -hmm. um, that if as long as you're really aware of that overarching field of purpose in your life and what that can look like, then it can give you a couple options. I would hope for different places that you could work more specifically. Mm -hmm. And so that's what was important to me was knowing what my purpose would be so then I could think of is this place going to fit un- under that umbrella of my purpose or am I trying they, to make something fit under there? Yeah. What is that like yeah. for you?
0: Well, you know, the word that keeps coming to me was people. And I think even in my probably I think when you look back over your elementary, junior high, high school years, people were always coming to me for, Yeah, I didn't know, I I did not know what a therapist was. Okay, I'm just going to tell you that. I just did not know what what that was all about. But just coming to, being able to listen to people, spend time with people, that's being important. And I just think that the work did choose me. And when I didn't even know what it was, I didn't even know what I was doing. I was just doing some things that came naturally and so I land in being a helper and being being a therapist in a room, um, helping people. So um, I don't know how that's going to take on. Like, even right now, like, I am just more concerned about the people who are listening to us right now. Um, so I, I think that the word people keeps coming to me. Yeah, maybe that's all I really want to say about that. But people, and I want to encourage people um, to know that there's. There's some good stuff, mm-hmm. you know, there's yeah. some good stuff in this life. So yeah. it sounds
1: like if you were to put your head down on your pillow at night and ask yourself, am I impacting people or helping people? How have I been there for people? And you hadn't been doing that. You would not feel well Mm-mm. in this area.
0: Not, not at all.
1: And maybe you've gone through times like that where you've said, OK, I need to up my wellness in this area. Mm-hmm. Where's my people? Mm-hmm. Who are my people? Who
0: are my people? Yeah, I love that. So it's important um, and I'm going to let you kind of cover the some of the important things to do to like to even be thinking about in this in this wellness arena there. OK, so
1: in occupational wellness, it's important to balance work and leisure time. And I know this can be a buzzword balancing our personal life mm-hmm. and our work life, but it's very important to find that balance. And it's okay yeah. if it feels like a tight roping balance, <laughs> like you don't quite have it perfect, but there's no perfect in this. You just you got to think about it. What would a balance look like?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And since we are at work or if, if that's not um, occupational in the traditional sense, maybe this is a homemaker or how you spend your day to day time, um, building coworker or relationships within how you spend your daily time, whether that's at work or or friends if you're if you're a homemaker but having a positive culture around you is really important. You need to see really 65,000 yeah. times. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and it's hard for people who don't feel like they have that and have to really search for that. Mm-hmm. That is important. It's important to have a positive culture.
0: And sometimes people sit in the room with us because they're not in a positive culture and they're trying yeah. to, help, to help ask us to help them. To cope in that situation yes. especially if they feel like there's no movement or there's no other work calling them to yeah. a different yeah. place and the thing, a lot of it is about them being and bringing their best self to that culture also too um that one thing about how I started losing body parts mm-hmm. you know perfectly good yeah. body parts is this that next one stress word yeah yeah managing workplace stress you know like all that's coming. Mm-hmm. I love to work. I don't know about you.
1: I do. Yeah. But it's important to know what stresses us out and mm-hmm. to bring voice to that and figure out who's, who's responsibility. There's a shared responsibility yeah. to deal with our workplace stress.
0: Absolutely. Because it's not just the person. It's not just the worker. It's also those who are leading mm-hmm. to making sure that people. And I think we've done a great job um, over the last couple of years, especially Um at HopeNet, I mean, we're not perfect, but yet I think that we've been intentional. We do try you know, really hard. Yes, you know, to, to make sure people are, are well and to, to manage that stress. Also making sure that you choose work that is meaningful and financially rewarding. It's okay mm-hmm. if you want to be paid. My maybe I not say that I only anybody quit their job today or anything like <laughs> that, but you know that you're that is financially rewarding to you that it's enough for mm-hmm. what you're being asked to do and that it fits your values, your interests and your skills. So I love that. Um This is really crazy, but that whole, going back to that work culture thing, is like I had to present a training the other day, and it was the day after our good friend left. (laughs) Miss Daylene, it was her last day. And the thing is, I came six years ago to... Hope Net and I did not know her, but the thing is, um, she she's we call each other soul sisters. But it's funny what she did on her last day. She came to my office and she was really intentional. And she said, "Jo Lynn." if this relationship is worth it and it's important then we have to make time for what's wow. important and she said yeah. so we're going to lunch on this day mm-hmm. get your she calendar out she doesn't have out. to twist your arm she didn't have to twist my arm yeah. and and but I, I it brought tears to my eyes to say this she's saying this is important mm. whether she's here yeah. or not and the thing is that not some people don't get, end up with their best get to work with their best friend or you know at work or whatever they or they don't develop a relationship like that but the thing is that there are people there that you can do things with
1: yeah. yeah. That's very important. So you've kind of also talked within that of a meshing of these eight dimensions. So within mm-hmm. that was social wellness. Mm-hmm. You talked some about financial wellness, choosing a place that is financially rewarding.
0: Yeah, and so that's yeah.
1: normal and good that they would interact with each other for mm-hmm. wellness. And I love that too, because when you're feeling really low, maybe in one of these areas, maybe that's occupational wellness. Yes. You can ask yourself, are there any other spheres of wellness that I can use as my strengths right now?
0: Mm-hmm. And the thing is, just because you and I really like to work, it doesn't mean that over the course of our careers that there haven't been hard times. And sometimes we are called to hard things. And some, sometimes that has been for growth, um, for healing. What I don't know. But the thing is that we don't like work because it's easy. That's for sure, yeah,, you know what I'm saying? yeah, and I think you used that word about impact. that I believe that we're really trying to impact a generation of people, the world. anyway, I don't get me started. Oh, ok, I'm going to keep on going. <laughs> yes,
1: it's a big thing, though, because we are positively impacted by others. And as we take time to collect that, mm-hmm. it overflows within us of if, if we want that for others, we want to impact others in their wow. wellness journeys.
0: Yeah, this one, is, the next one is a big one. I said that on several of them. Okay. Yeah, there's lots of big <laughs> there's, ones. There's another yes. big one, another important one. Yeah. But physical, I, I love this one. Physical mm-hmm. wellness is recognizing the need for physical activity slash movement, mm-hmm. diet, sleep, and nutrition. Okay, I just want people to focus on recognizing the need for and just stop there. Okay that's what helps us to be physically well. And so, um, I just want to hear from you on this one. Okay. (laughs) This one is big for me
1: too. I think we spend a lot of time at work. We spend a lot of time with friends. We spend a lot of time in our bodies, Mm -hmm. a lot of time, all the time in our bodies. And so being aware of our body's need for movement, eating well enough, well Mm -hmm. for our body, sleep, Mm -hmm. nutrition. That's very important. Yeah, It's kind of like our our car, except we're in it all the time. And so that's how we know if we're running Mm. on fumes. That's good. Or we do our best to hope to know. We go to doctors who can help us know what we don't know um, so that we can take care of the space that we have in whatever form it is because we have – people living in all sorts of types of bodies with all sorts right. of types of abilities. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're maximizing what we have in the state that we have it in.
0: I love that. Man, you're an expert at this, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. I, I love, I, and this is our fuel versus fumes time too. Um, our bodies run on fuel provided by food, sleep and movement. Mm-hmm. Isn't that good? If, if, if you don't hear us say anything else on this one, our body runs on fuel, which is provided by. We get fuel from eating the foods that we that are good for us and getting enough sleep. Enough sleep. Some of y'all are my four-hour people, and I'm still saying you're sleep-deprived. Um, <laughs> and, Amen. And, and also just movement, just any kind of, of movement. Yeah. And um, what does it feel like? And I'm going to pose this to you. Maybe we both answer this one. Okay. What does it feel like when we run out? What is it when we run out of fuel? What does it feel like in these bodies that we're in all the time?
1: This is a great question because it, and once again, I have to pause and think, what does it feel like? I know when I'm tired, I get a little dizzy. Sometimes I even feel like I could cry. Just that physical sense okay. of like, I just want to melt. Mm-hmm. I'm a big sleeper. I can sleep through everything and I need a good chunk of sleep. <laughs> my, every, my whole family knows that. <laughs> yes, okay. don't wake mom up. No, but um, hungry, I I like to eat as well. So yeah. it's important that I am listening to that so I don't go hungry, but I also listen to that so that I don't overeat. Right. and feel like i'm just running on sludge.
0: Yeah. I I talk a lot. <laughs> That's what, the, the way really? you, the way you yeah. guys the way you guys know me, but yes. the thing is that it's really interesting how much i do really like to be alone, yeah. you know. Yeah. But the thing is if i run out, i'm usually quiet and um, i could become a little irritable. And I need things. I need some. My needs met immediately. Patience goes down. Like, like like my husband, he knows. Like girl, if you, I can't let this girl get hungry. You know because it's not. It's not good. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. Or you know that thing. You know like when a baby um, is sleepy, needs to take a nap or whatever, and they start talking. Like mm-hmm. oh, okay, that's J, that's JLB. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. I don't, I don't do it at work because I don't want to be fired or anything. But I at home, I be like, I just want to hear. Yeah. Me like, Joe, win, Joe, win. Come You're on. Just now. tired, yeah, girl. Just, yeah. You're just some sleep. So you guys are answering that question too. I hope that what is it like? What does it feel like when you run out? And um, as Catherine mentioned too, um, just just kind of walking through some of this physical activity or movement, um, do the things that you like that you enjoy. Like I I hang around people that run marathons, but I don't want to wear not one. your thing. No, but I love to mm-hmm. walk, and I and I, I love to do that. So that's some of the movement that I really enjoy. Seven to nine hours of sleep for adults who, you know, are from 18 to 60 is usually um, what's right in there. And some of you are going like, what? I never get, I wish I could get eight hours of sleep. Um, making rest a priority. And um, I don't know if you've ever assigned your clients to say, I want you to so just one time this week to find one minute, even if you have to set a timer and you're just going to sit still and just rest, just yes. be. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but my clients would usually try to negotiate me down to 30 seconds because they're so afraid they're not we're gonna be able to sit still for a minute mm-hmm. or whatever, or yeah. just to shut the world out. Yeah, set your but phone I, down. Yeah. But it is a practice. I think we, in just human beings right now, living in this time and space right now, we have to do it intentionally and practice it. Yeah. To, to practice resting. Um, intuitive eating, food doesn't hold morality. I love that part. We had Maddie Osborne on. Mm-hmm. Um, not too long ago had her in the house. Yes. Um, to yeah. talk to the clinicians. And then we had her on the podcast. But just that whole piece about health at every size, too. Um, but intuitive eating and um, National Eating Disorder Association defines it as trusting your body to make food choices that feel good for you without judging yourself or the influence of a diet culture. And you mentioned that, too. Like, what's good for you? What, you know, you may really love a banana because I saw a banana hanging out of your purse today. Yeah. And, like, I just can't do bananas. Like, Not you know, your thing. Yeah, banana yeah. bread. Banana
1: bread. Bake <laughs> that in a bread and it's for you. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. Wrong,
0: that yeah. kind of thing. But To to not have guilt and Mm -hmm. stuff around that. So that whole intuitive eating piece. And then avoid or eliminate harmful substances, things that are going to do harm to this body Mm -hmm. that we're housed in, that we have to um, make sure that we're taking care of it. Yeah. Um, I I wanted you to, um, because I really love to hear you, because that knowing your body kind of thing, because sometimes you said we're in our bodies a lot for long periods of time. But you know what, Catherine, some of us, we are not in our bodies.
1: So when I when I sit with clients and I kind of notice this is a struggle for them, mm-hmm. it's honestly a struggle for all of us. I'll yeah. joke with them <laughs> and say, you know what, I think I see a human over there. Unless you're messing with me and you're a robot, then I know you're sitting in a body and your body, your body keeps the score. That's yeah. the name of a book. And then just... It's a mic drop name for a book that our body (laughs) keeps the score. And some people don't realize that their body has kept the score of their life. And it Mm -hmm. has the memories of all you've been through and what it was Mm -hmm. like to be you. And so regardless of how much you're aware of what it's like to be you, there's always a place to start of becoming aware of what it's like to be in your body. And to me, that gives dignity and honor to all that a person has been through as a human. I mean, the fact that we have to sleep seven to nine hours a night, we can't even make it a day without... Sleep. Right. We have right. to eat multiple times in one day. Mm-hmm. We have to drink water. The things that we need as a human is really humbling mm-hmm. that we we can't go on like a robot. Right. And even a robot would need plugged in, <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> needs a fuel some yeah, electricity needs something. Or something. Yeah. Uh, but knowing our body is really important. And a lot of spaces in our body we might share. Like you and I may feel anxiety mm-hmm. in similar places. People tend to describe maybe the, the chest or, or throat mm-hmm. area. But for different people, you could ask yourself in a moment, "What am I noticing right now?" and does that connect to an emotion? It may or it may not. It might,
0: yeah.
1: Um, but you can even scroll down your body of what you are noticing from your head down to your legs and your feet, through your mm-hmm. gut, your back, and as you notice tension, yeah. work to release that, give it some some space. It may seem silly, but to mm. to honor it and just say, "I." I see you, or I, I hear you. Yeah. When I think of all the, if our body keeps the score, it's holding on to all of our stories of our life, mm-hmm. and so maybe I can't. If I'm at work and I'm stressed and my shoulders are up here wearing them <laughs> like earrings, maybe I don't have time to like go back through my childhood. Okay, I've never but, heard that
0: before. Oh, you haven't. My shoulders <laughs> like
1: earrings. Yeah. I'm gonna borrow that one. Yes. Yeah. But I do have time to say, okay. I see you right now. You're you're stressed. Yeah, Catherine. Let them let him down. Take yeah. off. Take it off for now. But being aware of that, knowing, noticing, and knowing and seeing and mm-hmm. acknowledging, you don't have to change it necessarily. But if you can or you need to, noticing it gives you space for that.
0: And, and you're bringing up that thing again about slowing down mm-hmm. and to, to really be able to notice. I I, I remember I was. I was somewhere, I was talking to somebody on, um, virtually, but I noticed I was holding my knee, holding my knee, my legs. I was holding uh, them. Yeah. I like, and then I said, Jolynn, relax. And I did, and my legs just went mm-hmm. like that. And like, yeah. why, why am I doing it? Why am I holding that? But just if I wasn't being still, I would have never have known that and noticed it. Yeah. So I pray that people are taking this invitation from Catherine even right now to begin to notice um, what's even going Mm -hmm. on in the upper body, the head, you know, our shoulders, all that. I stretched out. So just in case you're listening, I just kind of, it just made me just go, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And as you notice, if that takes you to, difficult spaces whether that's emotional or purely physical mm-hmm. and you can reach out to somebody what a doctor mm-hmm. a therapist physical therapist there's lots of people who can help with if if it feels like whatever you noticed in your
0: body is more than you can handle yeah. good 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 i love that um i Ask this question. These three questions. I actually got this from some friends about something else. But like putting your name there in this blank and saying, Catherine, Jolyn, how are you feeling today? And just kind of doing like just an inventory. Yeah, asking yourself. And then, Catherine, Jolyn what are you thinking about today? <laughs> Catherine said, Oh man, oh, man. <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started on what I'm thinking. What, what are you mm. thinking about? And then, um, Jo Lynn, what are you concerned about? Because I think sometimes the concerns is what brings tension to our bodies and we are holding it somewhere. Sometimes thinking and concern can be about the same thing, but that concern is that nagging thing that's just on your heart and mind. Um, what what are those things and just just being honest with yourself about what is going on? What what is? Yeah.
1: Are these questions you ask yourself intentionally? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, especially when you slow down and say, "I'm just feeling a little off right now." Like, "What okay? What's going on with me? What's what's happening? Yeah. What am what am I feeling? Why is why am I getting a headache? I, I get a headache maybe once a year. So if I start getting a headache or other, if there is some food that I ate that gives me a headache, but it's like. That's rare. That's weird. Why do I have a headache right now? What's going on? Slowing down enough. That's good to do that. So, intellectual, intellectual take us take us down sure. the road.
1: Intellectual wellness is recognizing unique creative abilities and finding ways to utilize them to expand knowledge and skills. Okay?
0: So all of us have some uniqueness <laughs> to be creative. Yeah. So sometimes you say that creative word and you're like, I am not creative. You know, we know creative people in our lives. But recognizing those things and some things that we can do is um, engage in activities that actually cultivate mental growth like what you know what stimulates even even the mind, such as reading, um or listen I am an audiobook fan. You're yeah, a, listener. Too. I'm a Me listener too. And so reading, um, puzzles, um some people have even taken on to say i'm going to learn a new language you know no matter how hard that may be or picking up a musical instrument that's something new or something they played before and they stopped playing but i'm re-engaging in that um i this is my favorite one stimulating conversations um open-ended questions i i often talk to leaders and i say you know what's going on with us um, people have stopped asking us powerful questions. They, they just stop. And so we get in this thing where we're talking about the weather and we're saying up here this surface level stuff. And I think that we are set free when somebody just asks us an open-ended, honest, just want to know, question, right? Say, what, are, what do you think about blank? Mm, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, or tell me about a time when kind of thing. And you get to revisit something and say you walk away feeling like, Wow, that was powerful to me. To me. Yes. You felt known. Now this one, it takes courage and humility is to be able to have a healthy debate with others, with opposing views. Yes. But Um, very, very healthy. Yeah. It's, For our it, critical thinking. Yes, it is. And the thing is that sometimes it's hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, especially I mean in this life that we're living right now, I think, man, that's dangerous. It takes emotional
1: right wellness. <laughs> it does. Social wellness. Yes.
0: Yes. And and genuine that that thing about, are we going to be friends when this is over with? You know, we were, we say we were friends when we started, but like when we, when get, are we still going to be family members? You still, (laughs) am I still going to be invited to Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. when, when, when this is over with, but being intentional about that, you know, just saying like, man, that takes some courage to do that. Oh, I love teaching and tutoring others. Like, yes, we got, we, we, we got out of debt. I mean, we, but the thing that we, the way we give back is we sit with others and we love to do budget coaching with people like we volunteer and do that and sit with some people to say how do we how do we help you with that yeah what do you need mm -hmm. um also thing uh, memory is a big thing um right about now because of i don't know about you Catherine, but um Covid nineteen virus did a number, and I'm like, and I'm, and I'm not really just trying to blame everything on COVID, but um, I can tell that memory was my strength, and now I have to kind you of work for it, work it. it a little bit. But my friend, she encouraged us. She said. Go to the dollar store and get the matching cards. You know, like just yeah. lay them out and just do and matching do your games, mm-hmm. do puzzles or whatever to, con- to to even make your mind tired. You know that it's getting a workout, kind of like we do, physically. which takes
1: awareness. Yeah. to know my mind's not tired enough, or yeah. I need to engage it. And yeah, now it's tired.
0: Yeah, so that has been helpful to to do to do that. Do you want to add anything else to that part about the intellectual part? I
1: I guess just to say this can be exciting. I think that because it's overlooked, perhaps there are some people that are thinking through, I don't know what this looks like for me. Or maybe it it reminds me I used to be a reader and I miss that. Mm -hmm. So this is your time to to think of what how you can step into that part of yourself you haven't maybe accessed in a while. Or to really pat yourself on the back if you do this well and you feel like unique and creative and you feel a little odd, (laughs) just give yourself a pat on the back. Say, this is a good thing. I'm really good at my intellectual wellness.
0: You know, like if I think, I think too, I would encourage people because I would say I'm not creative um, naturally, but I think there's times when I just allow myself some freedom to not, there's no purpose or there's no there's no evaluation or whatever, I can really turn out some stuff. Oh, wow. You know, yeah. and so, and my husband said, I think that's one of the most creative things you've ever done. I'm like, really? You know, and so I'm like, man, I may want to do that again. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're identifying with me, just know that there, there are creative bones in your body. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You, you can find oh, for something. Sure. Just give yourself some freedom um, to, Think about an idea or if you there's something you dreamt about doing, just kind of launch into it, mm-hmm. you know, and see see what comes of it. A
1: lot of curiosity and in intellectual wellness, mm-hmm. and that's so good for us.
0: <laughs> okay. Our, okay, you guys, breathe in, breathe in still too. Environmental wellness. Now, this is the one, um, Catherine that I'll say kind of stumped a lot of people when we did this in supervision time that like there's environmental wellness. Does that mean something that yeah. impacts me? So tell them a little bit about what environmental wellness okay.
1: is. Might surprise you here a little bit with this definition. Okay. Environmental wellness is experiencing good health by occupying pleasant, stimulating environments that support well being. Mm.
0: Do that one more time.
1: Yes. Environmental wellness is experiencing good health by occupying pleasant, stimulating environments to support well being.
0: Okay. And um, the thing is that I think we need to keep in mind that it's not just um, what we can see around us, but it also involves people. So it involves healthy relationships along with what's in um, my space or in my community, my neighborhood, whatever um, that helps to produce well-being also that thing that we people probably immediately went to was that freedom from clutter and disorganization but just know that one person's clutter may not be somebody else's Mm -hmm. clutter or disorganization maybe that their disorganization to me is really them being organized yeah so we we want to take that off the the plate we want to say that up front that there's different levels and all that i i always say tell galen um there's something about us that we know when the house is gone so far. When we have to say we wake up and we say, "No, we we gotta clean up. We gotta <laughs> we clean can't, up." The can't house. even open my eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we gotta clean. We gotta clean up yeah. the house now. Okay, let's just do this. Um, so you kind of even know where it has to get to to say that there needs to be some attention to mm-hmm. that. Another thing is safety first. Um, just thinking about. You know, think about us at HopeNet, too, and just the neighborhood that we get to to serve. It's like, is it safe, you know, and what things do we we do to make sure that everyone feels safe coming to see us, Um, being in our parking spaces, being in our building, those kind of things. And then the same thing at home, like, what is my neighborhood Mm -hmm. like and um, do I need to lock my doors? Do I not? Do I leave yeah. my garage door up? Do I not? Do I'm I safe are, at home? And our neighbors. Am I do you know your neighbors? Oh yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So how how you know, is everybody looking out for each mm-hmm. other? That that type of thing. Um, some environmental things people can think about is recycling, conserving energy, making sure your space is free of any litter or anything like that. Yeah,
1: this makes because I think for me, the first place my mind went when you brought up environmental wellness years ago was that line of of, um, the environment, the world, which I do Mm -hmm. love because that's like we live in our physical body and then expanding that you we we are the ones that are tasked with invited onto this world. And that's really important Mm -hmm. um, to keep in mind. Along with the environment of what we what we see, I know during the COVID era when we went through this, I realized sitting in my home office, it was important that because I had a glass door right. that I could look through that door and it wasn't cluttered because right. it would take me to my home life mm-hmm. if I looked out. And mm-hmm. so I would go to sit in my chair in the morning and clear a path <laughs> so that it appeared clean. Yeah, because um, my office, I would keep that clean enough so that I could be present in that space Mm -hmm. environmentally I know a lot of people painted walls changed some things up when they had to spend so much time at home and that was their environment Mm -hmm. during the pandemic or the height of the
0: pandemic yeah so the, the as I just think about us even wrapping this up like why would we environmental wellness even matter and I know that we here at HopeNet Studio 2501, we're saying we're having conversations about mental health and wellness. We believe that your environment impacts your mental health. It okay? does, yeah. your financial wellness impacts your emotional health, your mental health, and on and on everything. And I think that's why we're so passionate about this. But um, the thing is, don't, Beat yourselves up, even though we're ending on environmental wellness, you know, to say, Oh, well, now they're, they're, if they could just see my space, they think I need to clean up. So I'll be, no, that's not what we're thinking at all. We're just wanting you to take inventory zero to 10, what's one thing I could do? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. start start somewhere. Maybe it's one room, or maybe it's um, introducing yourself to your neighbor, or, um,
1: Waving as you drive yeah. through your
0: neighborhood, or whatever, or maybe some some people have started a neighborhood watch, or whatever. Your work environment is it? Does it help me to get? Does it help me to be the most productive that I can be? That's that's the question that we we can um, do. So, guess what, you guys. We got through we did all it. eight. Yay. There should be hand claps or something right there somewhere. Kind of yay. <laughs> <laughs> a little happy dance. <laughs> a little happy dance. And so um, any last minutes, last 30 seconds or so of encouragement that you want to bring or that you want to repeat that we make sure that we end on just a really great note for people?
1: Yeah. I, I think that whether this, I guess first, take a moment and ask yourself, Mm-hmm. What am I experiencing now as we have gone through this? What stands out to me? Yeah. What am I thinking about? What am I concerned about? Mm-hmm. And that can be your your starting place. Um, one image that we have in front of us is a, a graphic of the eight dimensions. So you could Google that and that could be yeah, a helpful absolutely. thing to have in front of you. Mm-hmm. That you, when you're noticing how you are feeling, perhaps that, that wheel, there's a couple different ways the graphic is prevented presented, but it's really helpful to, to see it. You can use your, Uh your senses there. But honestly, I would just leave you with encouragement that it's well worth it to think about your wellness. Something that I Mm -hmm. feel like when I think of my purpose, I know I've shared this with JoLynn and a couple different spaces is that at least for Wichita, where we're located, I want every Wichita or every Kansan, or as I expand that out, everyone Mm -hmm. to know that wellness is accessible to them. Yeah. And we learned that during the pandemic, that maybe the environment wasn't set up for us to succeed. Um, And there are people in different places where they don't get to choose a lot of the factors that influence their wellness. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's really important that we move toward wellness. And I would hope that every human knows that they deserve that feeling of wholeness. Mm -hmm. And so as you, You seek that or you notice the groaning of your spirit that you want that. That's a good thing that you notice that. And that can be overwhelming. But just to challenge and encourage that as you notice that, as you seek for wholeness, um, that you are meant to be whole. Mm
0: -hmm. I love that. That's a drop the mic kind of statement. I love that. Thanks for encouraging that. And um, we want people to be well. And I I hope that, um, you've heard today that this isn't impossible, just picking even just one thing out of the eight dimensions. Um, but this is, this is a lifelong kind of journey kind of thing. And it is, it's not the total answer, but it is an answer to help you just to just grab a hold of. So we hope that you heard some nuggets that, um, have encouraged you and we, um, want to thank once again our um, presenting sponsor um, Hoydale just fit right in did it not like I love it and also our our generous um, private donor Um, we just want to thank them too for just believing in this and so as we always end things just say bless you Thanks for listening to Studio 2501, Conversations about Mental Health and Wellness. Studio 2501 is hosted by Joe Lynn Bright. Joe Lynn is Hopenet's Director of Community Impact, a published author, and has been a licensed clinical therapist for over 20 years. This podcast is owned and operated by Hopenet in Wichita, Kansas. Hopenet is a faith based nonprofit providing a wide range of mental health and wellness services, including counseling life coaching, and trainings. For more information on HopeNet and to learn how you can help expand our mission, visit hopenetwichita.org and follow us on social media at HopeNet Wichita. Thank you.